Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Green Rapids. I'm wondering about how, you know, since that Ohio train wreck happened and all those, like, toxic chemicals got leached out into the environment. Right. Like, other than, like, the very obvious impacts on pollution and the air and the water, which, as we talked about, basically affects the entire watershed, I'm wondering what effect that's going to have, like, on our weather patterns, yeah. if any. But do you have people ever, like, especially, like, parents and things like that that are like well if global warming is a thing why are we why are we getting winter storms why do we have winter i so i don't have people question it um in my personal life oh good um i I know (laughs) it's 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 pretty good um Uh in that sense but i do i've heard people say like oh when i was growing up this is how winters were Mm -hmm. oh i remember this but you know so it's kind of like we become desensitized when we hear things like that. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden now you're like, oh, well, I heard an older person say that they remember a few winters where things were like that. And so Mm -hmm. maybe this is just an ebb and flow, Mm -hmm. you know, like maybe like this is not a bad place to be, but we have proof. Yeah. (laughs) Like we have data. Um, If you want to get more in depth with a lot of this information and like statistics, you can definitely go to NASA's website or the UN's website. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of really good sources there. Um, Who in your life, though? Or or maybe you don't want to say. I don't want to call anybody out. Okay. But no, (laughs) but there are people in your life who just don't believe in. Yeah. So question, because we talked about this. Is it global warming? Is that like the term that's being used or is it climate change? Like what are the differences to you in that? Okay. So from what I've been reading the past couple of weeks, it seems like greenhouse like or like global warming is a result of, you know, these greenhouse gases that we talked about being released into the atmosphere. So, but this global warming is a contributing factor of climate change. Yeah. So because the world's getting warmer, we're experiencing climate change, which is obviously, like I said before, like right at the top, like that upward trend in the averages. Yeah. So, well, it's like a piece of the puzzle. We know that we are facing hotter summers. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that like our state will warn us about, too. Yeah. You know, like, by the way, make sure you do these things because it's going to be a hot summer. But Mm -hmm. like we aren't taking responsibility for how we're going to give you the power to cool your home at a higher rate, mm-hmm. creating more of that problem. Cringe. Yeah. it's it's, And I think it's being, one, we don't have very much say, and mm-hmm. that's really a hard place to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, probably the scariest part, and like I don't mean to like turn it to that, but it is scary to know that, when I want to turn the lights on in this room, I don't have a say mm-hmm. in how that power is going to get to me. Yep. Um, but I think that when we become like complicit with that system, we also just, it says it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would like to have more awareness on why it's an issue so that, or how we can change things or who we can hold accountable um, to make further changes. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, well, for the people, since I guess you don't really get this question, but I get this question a lot um, when people ask, like, oh, like, you know, if global warming is happening, like, why do we still get winters? Why are we getting all these storms? Um, I think it's worth reminding <laughs> it's a, them. Sorry, it's a weird question. It's a weird question. 
But I think it's worth reminding them of your fifth grade earth science class where we learned that everything in the, like, this, all these systems are interconnected, right? Um, like, in my geology class, I learned about, like, the hydrosphere, which is, like, every, like, every drop of water on this planet contributes mm. to that hydro, like, the water part of the system, right? Okay, yeah. And then there's, like, the geosphere, which is everything rocks and dirt, right? And then there's a, I forgot what the air one's called, but basically, like, that air system, too. And all these things are not separate from each other, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're all, like, playing together in many ways. Um, and then, obviously, there's, like, the sun, like, geothermal energy. But, um, so, because everything is connected, because global warming is happening, it's, like, like, and I think I said a little bit about this before, but because those temperatures are getting higher in some places, that might create, like, for example, like, droughts in California, which, by the way, right. is a thing that's happening. Wildfires in California. But then all of that heat, like, rolls, like, you know, it, like, affects the way water evaporates. It affects where wa- where it rains and where it doesn't rain. So maybe California is not getting rain because it's, like, the heat is, like, pushing out all of that yeah. moisture. But then, like, it'll rain extra heavily, like, in Florida, for instance, you know? Right. So, like, because it is a connected system, like, Which global warming isn't just warming. Well, and we are seeing all over the place flooding mm-hmm. and hurricanes it's like and every week wildfires like mm-hmm. those things happening as often as they do like we remember when there used to be like a hurricane and the whole country would know that it was going on and yeah. we would all kind of like pay attention to that and really yeah, and there'd like, be like hurricane relief efforts yes. and then people would like fly out there to volunteer and with the way that we process things now first of all we don't even pay attention to them anymore we don't even pay attention to things like that anymore but Mm -hmm. also like they're just so frequent yeah they're like oh another one yeah it's just another one at this Mm -hmm. point Mm -hmm. and like who's keeping track well who does that impact most uh frontline communities imagine that wow the people who can't leave their homes the people who don't have the ability to and the resources the resources like I truly don't know what I would do if we had a natural disaster in Mm -hmm. Michigan like I have two cats not enough money saved up Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know where I would go or what I would do like I would be a frontline in the frontline community Mm -hmm. and um, I'm only blessed to live in a place that we don't have those yeah occurrences I said I am only slightly more privileged in that aspect and that I can always like run to California to my <laughs> family. I mean, there are places. Should I text but them after this? Hey, by the way, <laughs> if a natural disaster <laughs> strikes in Michigan, <laughs> I might hit you up. <laughs> um, but okay, mom. No, they're you know how you wanted me to move back in? <laughs> no, they're like, can you not? Because Michigan is like a safe haven for our country right now. Uh, uh, we have all the water. Yeah, you know what? To be fair, <laughs> we have the only water. California isn't much better. <laughs> Don't go to California, Don't, Nancy. Yeah, they're gonna be like, why did you come here? No. There's not enough water for you. You didn't bring any. <laughs> you know what I imagine as a future for California? You know how like in the movie Dune, like water was like so precious that when somebody died, they would like remove their body's water and like reuse it for the community <laughs> i've never seen this movie before <laughs> okay first off i need to watch it okay i clearly <laughs> do but also like that was the shocking thing that i was gonna hear from you today yeah sorry. every time nancy and i talk she says something where i'm like oh that was it 
that was the one thing you were going to shock me with today. This, it's what per day. I keep them, like, measured out. Keep me on my toes. <laughs> Always. We love it. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, but <laughs> imagine California drought just getting that bad. All the food is dehydrated. No. Well, and where the, where do we think we're giving, getting our avocados from? California. Oh, well, that's or Mexico. Thing. Okay. I love avocados. So this is, like, I'll get one every once in a while because they're so good. There's, they, they're so, but like they're butter. so <laughs> bad. They're so no, bad. No, they're so bad. The amount of water it takes to, I mean, it takes years to grow. It's insane. An avocado. Yeah. And the amount of water it takes. Yep, avocado orchards are incredibly water intensive. And they're in places that don't naturally have enough water to support a large crop of that system. Mm -hmm. And so in places like California, what they'll do is they literally, so I don't know if a lot of people know this, but um, the water is taken from Northern California and Mm -hmm. then dispersed to Southern. We also import it from out of state. Yeah, they don't have their own water. (laughs) But this is the place where we decide to grow a lot of our food because Mm -hmm. of the climate there. We're able to have year round production. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, well, even though this is a desert, we can put, farm here because yeah. there's lots of land and no one's living on it mm-hmm. um which is just such a backward system because then the people who live in those areas don't have enough water yep to like live yeah they or at least reservoirs. Not enough affordable water well, but there are people who have like reservoirs mm-hmm. in their front yards yep. and people come by and they have to fill them up and they drink bottled water because that's the only way that they can do that yeah like how are you doing that and then giving avocados in cows more water than people? Mm-hmm. Like that's just the reality of it. And that's why we face climate change because we are taking the natural resources and we're placing them in the wrong, we're, we're putting them in the wrong place. Yeah. Cause we're putting, we're them, putting places them places that benefit people's wallets. Exactly. And by people, I mean big corporations. It just goes into consumerism. And not individuals. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we are completely comfortable with stripping this world of resources Mm -hmm. so that we can have what we want all the time so that I can have avocados every day of my life in Michigan. Ooh, I didn't realize I mean, I'm guilty of it though. You put it that way. But like, I love bananas. Where are those bananas coming from, Nancy? They're not coming Uh, from a local farmer. (laughs) And they're being transported here. Uh, And I eat so many bananas. I eat, I love bananas. That is the one thing I have in my house all the time. And like, as I'm having this conversation, like, again, I think the reason. What's a local equivalent to a banana? Nothing. A carrot. (laughs) 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 Okay. I think it's like Michigan (laughs) is like famous for apples, right? Um, Apples. uh, Apples are like all pumpkins. Well, because we are like the. I like a pumpkin. Pumpkins are nutritious and Um, they're kind of creamy like a banana. I think. I mean, they might be a slight equivalent. I don't know which ones are native to Michigan, though, because Um. like there are things that will grow in abundance in Michigan, like in the summers. You will get a lot of tomatoes. You'll get a lot of um, beans, squash, zucchini. People grow that all the time. Mm-hmm. I grow um, that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watermelon. Um, watermelon. They're close to the ground yeah, versus they're, like... Yeah, they're like a ground. So ground. the only thing I would say like trees that we can have would be apple trees. Yeah. And I think that's because the process that apple trees will go through. Yeah. Like the shedding of their leaves and they're okay with dying essentially. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, like they're very like winter hardy, which is important. But yeah, we need. Hmm. 
Maybe the solution would be some kind of like solar powered greenhouse where we can have like a mini tropical ecosystem to grow <laughs> bananas from. Hi. Hi. We just happen to know everybody <laughs> in GRTV right now. It's really funny. Yeah. I love community. Yeah, we just saw our friend Brandon from Wimcat. He's also in a band called Les Creatifs. Mm. And also our friend Reginald, who's a director of Seeds of Promise. Yeah. We love him. Um, um, yeah. Seeds. So uh, basically, uh, what you need to do is stop eating. <laughs> don't drink water. Don't breathe. Basically, uh, stop don't, existing. Don't drive your car. Oh, yeah, because every don't breath you exhale on. is carbon dioxide. <laughs> don't Look at you, little on. polluter. Um, oh, what Just else? kidding. Wear the same pair of clothes every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Walk I think, everywhere. I think that's why people shy away from one talking about climate change. Oh, we're joking, but, by the way. No, totally. no please don't delete yourself. No, yeah, right. Shh, they're like, shh. There it goes. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> you have to be a vegan if you want to listen to our podcast. Also a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I love, I love animal products, and and it Jeez. sucks, but like. I want to be able to do that in a way that doesn't have to be so destructive. Mm -hmm. And I think that as people who have been formed around this way of life, we should have better options. Yeah. And I think that's just what it comes down to. We can't just keep going to stores that um, promote this lifestyle. Yeah. Because I mean, like, really, there's so many people who would want to raise their own cows, Mm -hmm. have their own chickens, grow their own food. But because we live in a capitalist society... Yeah. We just don't have the capacity for that a lot of times. Well, how are you supposed to do that when you work 40 hours a week at a job that doesn't pay you well enough to get out of the situation you're in? That can barely afford your ever-increasing rates of electric and utility bills. And to bum gain bum the bum. knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like, it's no longer common knowledge how to milk a cow <laughs> and make butter out of that. Like, we don't have that. Like, I, I know how you could do it, but, mm-hmm. like, I would be intimidated by mm-hmm. that whole process. Yep. And I'm... I'm the last person who's going to milk something. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if it came down to living in, like, a barter system, I'd be like, I grow the strawberries. Like, I'm (laughs) not. I'm not killing a chicken. I'm not milking a cow. That just, I would probably be the egg person. I wouldn't mind having chickens and having eggs. All right. um, So I got the strawberries. Nancy has the eggs. Got twin eggs. If you guys just want to head on to our website, um, start (laughs) typing in what you'll take and then we'll we'll form a community from that. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, did you hear about that one couple? I forgot what country it was in, like in Greenland or something, but they enclosed like their entire house in a greenhouse. Ooh. Isn't that wild? That's like next level earth shit. Yeah, that would be overwhelming. I would, I f- would feel a little bit claustrophobic. I would feel slightly claustrophobic, also. And then, I mean, not to nitpick at it, it's a cool idea, right? But like, let I me tell you what I would do differently. Because <laughs> 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 um, yeah, because then I would be blocking out a lot of native pollinators, a lot mm. of na- native like flora and fauna. I'm gonna go mm. ahead and guess that they have a flourishing ecosystem they wouldn't do that if they didn't have like they probably have butterflies it looks very green in there so that's likely um but i also wonder if they're doing that to filter their own air that they breathe every day that's possible because i was thinking about um like even if we lived in a community again because of climate change and because of the things that we face the ground that you're you know around Mm -hmm. might not be a good place to drill water from 
for too long, depending yeah. on how we treat our climate mm-hmm. um, or our planet. Um, the rain that comes down, you know, how how safe is that going to be? Um, the animals yeah, that like you... Yeah, 20 years from now, the rainwater might not even be, like, a feasible way to, like, even water my vegetables, which is kind of what I'm doing now. Well, and even, like, um, pesticides, you know, that's going to impact your pollinators. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, maybe... <laughs> maybe... The greenhouse thing is not a bad <laughs> idea. You're like, you know what? I'm kind of buying into this. No, they're like totally. It's like wearing a mask for your whole life. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I would be just okay with like a pocket forest though, and just have like the air in my immediate vicinity be like cleaned by that. You yeah. Know? Well, but and that's why trees are so important that's why wildlife is so important oh yeah that's part of like the climate change um like one of the things that affects climate change is like freaking deforestation oh because the best and most effective way to filter carbon is through trees it mm-hmm. is actually the only way to i mean other than man-made and composting uh composting well mm-hmm. uh it's it's in it's the soil yep it's the breaking down mm-hmm. of um and then i think water also does recycle some yeah, carbon. water does take some carbon, yeah. Um, but tr- but plants are yeah, because trees like that. literally like breathe it in and then breathe out oxygen. They eat it. They're like reverse humans. They literally eat it, and and so maybe we can talk about that solution mm-hmm. because if we do things like plant more trees, mm-hmm. it won't take care of the fact that we also need to maybe have our energy come from a different place. Yeah, but it will offset it. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and those are good ways to start because, as we said last week, um, we are at the point of we're mm, past the point of no we're return. We're past the point of no really? return, and so everything Sorry, that we do will contribute to having longevity. Yeah. At this point, I think it's just stretching out the amount of time we have left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. that's scary to think about. But, but we w- it won't be in our lifetime. Um, I mean, it, it potentially could if we continue at the rate that we do. But if we make I was gonna small say, depending t- on how long I live, yeah. if I live to be like 90, then I'll definitely start to see some of those we'll things. Start to I mean, see we're it. already seeing things like the coral reefs dying and stuff like that. So animals so going extinct. I'm sorry that this is episode is a downer, but but climate change is a downer. Climate and if you downer. if you have kids, you better start. You better get an electric car. Your next one, <laughs> <laughs> no, or something. Mm-hmm. Do something. Plant trees. Yeah. Compost, it sounds cliche, but grow it's your a thing. own food. Teach your kids how to grow food. Mm-hmm. Because if y- they don't have that, there's no guarantee that they're going to have a place um, or that they're going to have the ability to eat what we do every day. Mm-hmm. There will be no avocados for them. Yeah. It is a huge problem. And like we actually really need to for us to have like significant like large global or national change we are going to need financial investments by governments and businesses mm-hmm. um, so that's also like one of the things that you can do is also just make sure that you talk to representatives about those things um, because it's important and like if they know that that's important to you and they want your vote guess what they're gonna listen yeah absolutely mm-hmm. make it something that they can't ignore mm-hmm. um, yeah and tell your friends tell your friends friends your kids, friends, parents, yeah. everybody. And then shop at places that support the lifestyles that you want to see. Yeah. Like going to places like farmer's markets. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of hard in Michigan because, again, we only have seasons where we can do some of these things. Yeah. A lot but of farmers actually grow greens over the winter yeah. in cold fronts. Microgreens. Microgreens, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of solutions, mm-hmm. but I think 
when talking about climate change, it becomes so heavy because you have to listen to those facts. Yep. You have to understand why you need to make those changes mm-hmm. um, in order to make them. Otherwise, it's just is like a good idea. Not all of our conversations will be like this. Yeah. And I think it's important to understand the passion that we have for this. Yeah. It's not just the hippie thing or the whatever, yeah, you know, this is like tree hugger science. stuff. This is real. This is all of our lives. It's all of our lives. Uh, you'll see it in your increasing utility bills. You'll see it in your sh- weirdly inconsistent seasons here in Michigan. Mm-hmm. You'll see it in maybe less wildlife when you go out to enjoy Michigan's natural spaces. Yeah. So, you know, we care. You care, hopefully. But, yeah. I think that's pretty much all we have today. Unless you want to add anything on. You can find us on Instagram. We'll be uploading on TikTok Mm -hmm. via Facebook. Um, And then you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Um, And we'll link it to our website as well. Mm -hmm. So thanks for listening to Green Rapids. Peace. (laughs) Bye.